In love, God has enabled you to fulfill his will. Now, our focus today really continues what God has been saying to us the last couple of days about the body of Christ, a body of love, a body that is living under the lordship of Jesus Christ so that his authority, his power can be seen within that body and within the ministry of that body, that people recognize that they belong to one another, that we're called to love one another, we're called to, to live together in unity, in submission to the will and the purpose of God so that his purpose can be outworked in us. So the last two days, we've been talking about the way that God equips us. He gives us his love, he gives us his authority, and with that authority, there goes the power of God. Now, I hear many, many Christians say, Lord, we need more power, and they pray, Lord, give me, give me more power. And I believe that what God often says in answer to that is, why do you ask me for more power when you do not use the power I've already given you? You see, authority and power belong together in the body of Christ, just as they belong together in the ministry of Jesus. How did Jesus heal the sick? He simply spoke words of authority. Get up and walk. That's a word of authority. But immediately cripples were healed. Be opened. Blind eyes were healed. A word of authority. And, and of course, God can use any one of us in ways like that. But we need to be in that place of submission to his authority so that he can exercise his authority through us. It's not so much that we have an authority of our own. What, what it means is that we are exercising the authority of God in us. He is able to work through us because of the way in which we are submitted to him. Now, we've seen that God has a purpose for every member of the body of Christ. He has a service. He has ways in which you, you won't live essentially for yourself, but you'll live for others, to be a blessing to others. Now, that may be a ministry of compassion. It may be a ministry of love, of taking his love into people's lives. It may be a ministry where you're exercising authority and power all the time to overcome difficulties in people's lives. It, there can be a, a whole variety of things. It may be as, as an evangelist because you have that anointing to really bring people to a point of decision. It may be that God uses you to disciple others, to build them up in the word of God so that they can develop their ministries as you are developing your ministry and so on. There can be a whole lot of different things. But what is important is that you fulfill the will that God has for you, the purpose that God has for you. You know, I've frequently been... Uh, interviewed in various contexts. And one of the questions that I'm often asked, because I'm getting a, a little on in years now, in my 80s, um, uh, people say to me, well, uh, Pastor Colin, you have seen so many wonderful things. You've seen God do so much. What is there left that you want to see? <laughs> what they don't say is before you die, but I know that's what they're thinking. You know, before you go to glory, what else do you want to see? And I always answer in this way. I said, there's only one thing that matters to me. 
And I believe it's the same thing that mattered to Jesus and it mattered to Paul, it mattered to John, it mattered to the other apostles, as we can tell from what they wrote. The only thing that matters to me is that I fulfill completely the will and purpose that God had for me during this time on earth. Then I can go with peace, with joy, into the glory of eternity with him. That's all that matters, that I fulfill his plan and purpose. What I'm doing now in, in leading these devotions is part of that plan and purpose, this opportunity that is opened up to me to serve you, to bless you, to love you, to encourage you, to help build up the body of Christ with the truth of God's word. That's all that matters. And even during this time uh, of prayer and fasting, I want God to deal with me, to show me anything in my life that is hindering the outworking of his best purposes uh, for my life, uh, anything that, that hinders the, the greater way in which God is able to, to use me. And, uh, you know, people, people say to me, well, you've seen so many wonderful things, um, you know, you, you must surely be satisfied. And I say, well, everything, every, all the wonderful things I've seen are not what I've done, they're what Jesus has done, they're what God has done. Uh, I've just been the messenger boy. But what grieves me, in a sense, is if I had been in even greater unity with Jesus, more submissive to him, more obedient to him, God could have done so much more than I've seen. You see, we can never be complacent. We can never say, well, I've reached a certain point, a certain sta uh, um, uh, um, stage in, in my life or level in my life where, where I can think, oh, well, God has done it. No, God always wants to do more. I'm seeking him to use me more fully, to use me more effectively, to use, to use me in any way that he can to further the work of his kingdom, to bless his people and to see him glorified in my life. And I believe that's the attitude. I'm, uh, excuse me for, for just talking about myself, but I want you to understand that every one of us in our respective callings and ministries has to work out these principles. And, and this, is, this is the only thing that needs to matter to you, that for the rest of your life, you fulfill the will and purpose that God has for you. That you, you know your ministry, you recognize that part that you have to play within the life of the body of Christ, and that you call upon him, upon his anointing, upon all the resources he's, he's given to you by the power of the Holy Spirit and through Christ living in you, that you are able then to, to uh, fulfill your, your part. So you have that responsibility to God, to yourself, to the other members of the body, because it's very important to the life of the whole body that you fulfill your part. You see, if God didn't have a purpose for you, you wouldn't be part of the body. He wouldn't have brought you into the body of Christ. As far as we are concerned here, he wouldn't have made you a part of Kingdom Faith Church. But because you are a part of Kingdom Faith Church, God has a purpose for you. And he wants you to work out that purpose within this context where he has put you. So yes, we're praying all the time, God, show me what it is you want me to do. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to have sudden flashes of revelation. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do. Sometimes God speaks to us like that. But usually he takes the initiative as to when he does that. What all of us have to realize is that God puts in front of us various things to do day by day, people to love, people to, to witness to, 
people to serve, ways in which we can give, ways in which we can bless. And we're being faithful when we, we do those things that God puts immediately in front of us. You see, some people aspire to leadership. They want to have leadership ministry. They want God to use them in great ways. Well, that's fine. It's a good aspiration. But what Jesus says is you have to prove faithful in little things, and then God will put you in charge of greater things. In other words, he can only entrust people with greater things when they prove faithful in doing the very things that he's put before them to do. So you have a ministry, and that ministry is to do what God asks of you, what God requires of you every day. And sometimes we realize, oh, I missed an opportunity. God doesn't condemn us. We say, well, Lord, forgive me. He says, okay, I forgive you. Now, next time when you see that opportunity arise, use it. The scripture says, use every opportunity to the full. So let's pray together that we will fulfill the, the plans and purposes that God has for each one of us, and that corporately together as the body of Christ in this place, in the various congregations, that God will enable us to fulfill his calling and that we will have a, a measurable, a, a wonderful impact on the world around us so that Jesus will be known by many more people. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.